0: Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving.
2: This is James Loving, host of 11S Sports Talk. We've got another great week of sports talk and everything. Uh co-host, Terry Jack. Now, you there, Terry? I'm here, love. How are you doing? Oh, it's a great show today. You know, we're going to have our special expert guest, the Tebow, Galen Faxon online. How are you there, Galen?
3: I'm here. How are you guys doing? Yeah,
2: Doing really good. Well, we got a good show today. We're going to take a bunch of call in today, so that I do know the question that the call-in is going to ask but you know, I wanna start off with um Terry, you have anything to say? Yeah. Um it's
3: wonderful to be
4: out here in Casper. Uh wonderful to have you back.
3: And Gary, you have anything to say? <laughs> oh no, I'm just looking forward to answering the questions as best as I can and and hopefully there's not too much Tebow hating out there.
2: Well we might well get this show started, you know. Um for the record, Garrett. you know, we talked every week about Tebow. And the question I have to ask is, why every week when he does good, it's T-Bow who win the game, but then when he loses the game, the game is lost, T-Bow is the defense, or it was this and that. Why is he, you know, not taking the blame for that?
3: Well, first of all, love, we've asked we've answered this question in the past, but if we need to go back to that, then we will. And so again, this past weekend I mean this was probably Tebow's this, uh, worst game that I've seen him play since he's been a starter. And he didn't he didn't play well, he didn't make good uh decisions and he didn't throw the ball well at all and so um you know outside of that first drive uh the offense didn't do anything and Tebow, being the leader of that offense of course is responsible for that and so uh they had a bad game now they still have a chance to make the playoffs and they have to win this game at home against kansas city and tebow's going to have to play his best ball of the year in order to do that and if he doesn't then he'll be up for scrutiny well, since we finally since we
2: finally got on the air, I want to give a a good shout out to to Matt Galloway for letting us do it show live at Galloway.
5: <laughs>
2: but you know, can you comment on that, Terry? Well, I I think that
4: quarterbacks get too much blame and and, and get too much credit, uh, and that's just the way it is always been that way, and I don't know what's going to change it, you know. um, The team's not playing as as strong as they were. Uh, That's just the bottom line. I didn't expect people to take, you know, this team undefeated while he was in there. Uh, I don't think anybody did. Um, So it's really not a surprise, but... I think, you know, some people may have to eat some words. I mean as as far as the, the media and stuff. I mean it's not it's not T It's it's the whole team. So that needs to be no need to
2: get my feet from who's I need to get my feet. But, it. But if you look at it Terry and Gayla, everybody's saying that he's winning the game and he's not losing the
3: game. How do you win the game if you don't lose the game? If you're the quarterback take the blame for it well I mean it depends on what side of the fence you're on there I mean if you're on if you're in the Tebow camp of course he didn't lose the game he won the game and if you're a Tebow distractor then you know detractor then again he lost the game and he didn't win the game so it just depends on what side what side of the fence that you're on And it's, it's going to be that way probably forever throughout his old career, and so I mean, there's nothing that Tebow can do about it. He's not saying he won the games, and he's not saying he lost the game. He just goes out there and tries to, to compete as best as he as best he can every weekend, and 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 he leaves it with that. And he just takes the questions as they come, and he's always very humble. He's always uh, giving his teammates compliments, and he doesn't. You know, take the glory by any stretch of the imagination. So I think your problem is not with Tebow, it's with the media, like um, Terry mentioned earlier, it's, it's with them.
2: Yeah, but can you say, Galen or, or Terry, that well the quarterback is to blame, or who do you blame? Well, I mean I, I, I think that some of the blame can go on a quarterback when he
4: throws a couple of interceptions, i. Uh, e. Tony Romo, uh pick sixes, um and helps the team come back and, and, and defeat that. Yeah. I can understand that, but uh, I mean, it's not something that you can say every day, well, this quarterback won me the game, or this quarterback, you know, lost me the game. That's, that's not the way it is. It's not played that way. It's 11 people on that football field. And everybody has to play as a unit. Sometimes the offensive unit plays well, sometimes the defensive unit plays well, and vice versa. So throughout a game, throughout the course of a game, a number of situations can happen that you could point to to say that lost us the game, and, you know, I just I just think that you can't keep it on one person, whether it be the quarterback or running back, defensive
3: back, or, or whatever, you can't do that. I think that's unfair. Absolutely. I mean, huh? you just One play, we discussed this last week as well, when uh, Love said he lost the game when we were in college. Well, you didn't lose the game. It was a team effort. And it's always going to be that way in team sports. You know that's why uh, sometimes uh, these uh, quarterbacks, or like let's take Mark Sanchez for example. I mean he gets he's getting some uh, negative press concerning his play uh, in New York. Well, you know it's not all Mark Sanchez. You know it's 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 everybody on their team that's struggling. And so I mean, he gets the blame because he's the quarterback, and uh, and he is struggling a little bit. But he's played all right here recently. He didn't play good against the Giants, but um, again, you know, he's getting more blame than probably should be laid on his shoulders. But at the, being in that position, you got to be um, able to take that. Yeah. 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 Do you agree with that, Gamer? Well, that was me, but yeah, I agree with Terry says.
4: Yeah,
2: (laughs) do you have to agree with Terry? What's going on with that? You both are (laughs) teaming. That don't sound good.
4: It's it's okay, love. We're not. It's okay. We're not double teaming you right now. Not yet.
2: No, coming. Oh, oh, you're not double teaming. (laughs) Not yet, but yeah, it it, it just to me, you know, like I said, I couldn't wait to get you on here. I was just saying that, you know, with Tebow and all you you threw four interceptions, you know,
3: it's crazy. How do you how do you win a game with four interceptions? Well, you're not supposed to. Uh, If you throw if you have four turnovers of any kind, you're not supposed to win a game. Uh, And uh, and Tebow's not the only quarterback this year that has thrown four interceptions in the game. Look at your top tier quarterbacks and see how many of them have thrown four interceptions in the game. It's it's not uncommon for them to do that. Uh, and so, uh, you know, he's a a young quarterback, so for him to do it, it would be more, uh, there would be more of a possibility of Tebow throwing four interceptions in a game than, you know, the top, top echelon quarterbacks, but they do it as well. It's just sometimes they have your number. And they had his number all day on, on Saturday, and, you know, you just chalk it up to a bad game and, they play well and you move forward. That's the only thing you can do as a quarterback. You can't dwell on it. You gotta move to the next week, which is the most important week, which is this week facing them is Kansas City and he has to get the job done. Or he has to or he has to take the negative press that comes along with losing a playoff game, the last game of the season, he'll get crucified until next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, it it seemed like, you know, every
2: time he delayed, everybody's taking up for now. For him and saying, oh, next year, next year." But that was all along what they were saying was not ready this year.
3: Well, he was ready enough to get him seven rent wins and to get him in the playoff hunt. So that's what I say about that. I mean, he, they're in the playoff hunt because Tebow stepped in and played some relatively good ball. It wasn't all him, but he was a part of it. And so, I think if you, I think if you look at this
4: realistically. We all know that Tebow doesn't throw the ball well. Can we all agree on that?
3: He has some bad spurts in there, I'd say. Right. Uh-huh. But as far
4: as being a throwing quarterback, Love and Galen, do you think that, that Tebow is, is top-notch right now at no, this point? No, no, no. we can agree on that. We, he's a rookie quarterback coming into the league. He's going to have his bumps and bruises and his learning curve just like every other rookie quarterback that come in. The thing about it is is that Tebow doesn't throw the ball well. He didn't come in throwing the ball well. It's not a... Offense that he ran, he did what he could do. So what he's doing is running the ball. Well, that offense is just—it's it, it, kind of dynamic in a sense, and it kind of took people by surprise. And they won some games, and that defense stepped up and played well. But next year, Tibo is going to be a better thrower. He's going to have a training camp under his belt. He's going to have some tutelage, and and it's, it it may be scary that he comes back as good as he will. I, I believe that the kid with his attitude and the way he wants to learn, he's going to come out and really surprise some people.
3: I have to agree with you there. I mean, able—I mean, like they said, uh, this strike, uh, or not strike, this lockout, really, really hurt him uh, in his maturation process. And so to have an opportunity to get through the OTAs and, and spending more time in the playbook working with his receivers, uh, is going to be nothing but beneficial for him, and also having a year up under his belt where he's, you know, uh, the gang will slow down for him a little bit more next year, and he'll probably make a lot better throws. and And, and you know, I think that's why the the organization is willing to commit to him. And Tibo himself, you know,
4: probably got depressed and trying to trying to come back. I mean, he's a competitor, mm-hmm. and uh, he put some balls out there he probably shouldn't put.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of funny that everybody agreeing now about Tebow. You know, and now <laughs> I think you know everybody. Because he he if he I'm not mistaken, the last show game it. You remember you, this? You know what? Yeah. Uh, let me. The yeah, top. You can talk the about the last three quarterbacks in a two-minute you know, drill. <laughs> everybody agreed on that. Now you talk about all oh, the lockouts. The lockout had nothing to do with it. He wasn't going to be the starter anyway. So the
3: lockout had nothing to do with it. So well, that's true. I'm trying that's to say true. the lockout hurt him. Oh yes, it did have something to do with it. You don't get the OTAs, you don't get the the, uh, the off season training, man. You 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 go through. It's like having a spring ball in college. You know, it's like you know they teach you. It's like a summer school. You learn uh, the X's and O's of the game. You learn the, what the. Um, uh, Situational uh, offense and everything else in the off season, and so, of course, you. This has a lot to do with his maturation process. I mean,
4: yeah, he might not have got all the reps, but he was going to get some
2: reps. Yeah, he was going to get yeah. some training. You yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what. You know, I, I let y'all be calm on the show at the beginning, so we do a little technical thing, But the, the next part of the show, we're going real really down and dirty. supposed to have a lot of callers. I made this a caller and show, but so we have a lot of callers, but. So we going to do. We gotta take a break, and I still get a shout out to Matt at Galloway's. You know, just for letting us host this, Terry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful thing. And like you say, we're gonna make it bigger and better. And we'll be right back with James Loving hosting, Loving that Sports Talk, and my co-host Terry Jackson. And then we got our expert Bow, Galen. Jackson, as I
4: guess.
2: <laughs> Happy with me.
0: Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. Play ball. If you're looking to talk baseball, even in the offseason, look no further than the King's Corner Talking Baseball with former World Series champion Jim Lairitz. Jim's known for a rather controversial stance during his show. He's brutally honest and ready to talk with current and former players, owners, and other key figures to bring you baseball from an insider's view. You won't want to miss a single episode. The King's Corner Talking Baseball. Small with Jim Lahrens is heard every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
2: This is Jay Lumberg, host of Living That Sports Talk with my co-host, Terry Jack. Are you there, TJ? So I'm here. Oh, uh, yeah, and we got our expert, or well, I call it our people expert, Galen Thackson. Galen, you there? I'm here.
3: here.
2: Well, well, Terry and Galen, we'll get it started with the show. You know, everybody, we got a little mild at the beginning. I just mm-hmm. want to say, Galen, you're wrong, and Terry, you're wrong. There's two <laughs> that we can talk about. We talk about the Cowboys, we talk about Denver, but I'm not even going to go there.
5: I yeah. ain't well, going to go there with it's that. It's a good thing we're not talking
2: about Philly. Yeah. <laughs> because
4: there's, yeah. Some, there's some questions I got for you. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Go ahead, Terry. Well, the, you're in the division, right? You're in the East Division. Yeah. With the Giants, the Cowboys, and the Redskins, right? You've lost one division football game, and you've won four. You own this division. Why are y'all
2: not going to the playoffs? Well, Gary, you can you could jump in too. Just because a team um, don't win none in division, and they don't go it's the other games that they win to get to the playoff. You know, a lot of teams you play the team twice in their division. It's hard to beat them twice. The Cowboys, the Eagles beat the Cowboys twice. We ain't to talk about that. Yeah, but it is hard because they you know, got a lot of great but
3: your wins come without outside of your division. Am I right, Cameron? Well, the most important wins come within your division because that determines tiebreakers and all that type of stuff. But, but you guys, okay, Philly's not even playing for anything this weekend. They got a scrimmage going on this weekend. They're mm-hmm. hoping to spoil. Yep. You know, they're hoping to spoil, so... You can't say nothing about the Broncos or Dallas because they're both playing (laughs) to go to the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) They're both going to play for the playoffs, but Philly, they go home. They're going to pack up their stuff right after the game and go home. Well, uh, we're going back to Philly. You know, what about Dallas, Kalen? Is Dallas going to the playoffs? (laughs) Well, they got a chance to steal. I mean, this game, when... They're going lose. They're going home, but Philly, no matter if they win or lose, they're going home. So well, what's is bragging rights, huh? Jalen? with the Broncos. Team, huh? If your team beat that team, isn't that bragging rights? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it is. It is. If your team beat that team, of course. But they're still sitting at home with bragging rights. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let's throw it another way.
2: Okay, guys, NFC. Who are you guys picking to go to the uh, Super Bowl? Well,
4: I mean, we keep having this this conversation, and it's only going to be between two teams, in my in my opinion. And now, granted, the Forty ers probably got a chance. I don't I don't know that they're they're ready yet, but they they may come on as a surprise. But between the Packers and the Saints, I mean, that's going to be The way Drew Brees played last week, how can you not pick them? Um, But then you look at Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I I don't know. I'd like to also give a shout-out to the Lions who made the playoffs for the first time in, what, 20 years?
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's a long time.
4: We've got some Lions fans out there, too.
3: Yeah. Well, you know what? I think the teams with the defense going into the playoffs, I'm going to lean towards. So, like, I would even give Detroit a, a a chance, you know, because they can get pressure on the quarterback and get that quarterback moving around and so create turnovers and so forth. So I'll give Detroit a chance, but uh, I'm going to go with San Francisco because of that defense. And uh, I, I do like the offensive teams. I mean, they're going to be there. They're
4: gonna, you know, one of them is going to be playing.
3: I don't think both of them are going to be playing for the NFC championship, but you know, uh, one or the other will be playing for it, and it's going to be against one of those defensive teams, and I, I'm just going to pick the team with the strongest defense to to move move into the Super Bowl, and I think that's going to be San Francisco.
4: Well, you know, Galen, that's what that's what I've been hearing a lot. Uh, these defensive teams, they got to have a defense. they got to have a defense. Packers don't have a defense. New England don't have a defense. But these guys are scoring on everybody. You know, good defensive teams or not, I mean, they're putting up some points. So, I just think that the team that can put up the most points, the
3: quickest, is is who's going to go. Well, you know, Kansas City slowed Green Bay down, and Kansas City's defense is not that good. You know, so, I mean, they put together a scheme that slowed them down for four quarters, uh, and they only scored 19 points or whatever they scored in that game. And so somebody slowed them down. Now, if you get somebody with at least a decent offense, which Kansas City does not have,
5: and against
3: that defense that Green Bay has, they can score. And if it's a game in the low 20s, in the teens, I'm picking the team with the good defense to win that because I think their offense is good enough. I think San Francisco's offense is good enough, and I think even Detroit's offense is good enough to score on... Uh, on Green Bay's defense. Now, I, I was impressed a little bit more with uh, New Orleans Saints defense uh, during uh, the uh, Falcon game on Monday night. They they played pretty well, so they're starting to pick it up a little bit. They're not nearly as bad as Green Bay or the New England Patriots. Yeah. What do you think, Bob? You, you know a game got- is all over the table. I just want to say that.
2: He got this thing, he got that thing. Detroit. He got to one. You know, don't be like Lori Jackson about fifty teams, you know, San Francisco and all like that. Pick one thing, Gary. You talk about Detroit, you talk about said, San Francisco, you talk I about Detroit, they I don't play know play what on. wagon you want. Some come down the street and you just jump on it. Hey, you know, jumping on every thing, jumping on every even Matt a Tebow. You know,
3: jumping on all the <laughs> wagons, Gary. You know what I'm saying? Hey, love, I said San Francisco. I'm just saying Detroit's in there too, and their defense is tough. I'm just saying, but my, I choose San Francisco. I said that. I said it yeah. last week. Who you got, love? <laughs> I
5: have
2: you. Yeah. Well, you know what? All I got is one team. I got New Orleans. I think New Orleans is the team to beat. You know, they got the offense. The defense is almost the same as every other Green Bay defense and all like that. So I got New Orleans. And I don't yeah. have Tebow in the last two minutes of the game. I don't think you can go wrong with that. I like them, too. You know, but Galen, he knows Terry. He had Detroit, he had San Francisco, he had a team called Montreal. They ain't even in <laughs> Montreal, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, Galen, you know what I'm saying? If the
3: glass house you'll half full. with you, Galen. It's, it's, it's half full, man. But I'm just telling you, the team with the defense is going to show. I said San Francisco, man. You can't accept that. But I'm just giving a little shout-out to Detroit. They made the playoffs for the first time, like Terry said, in a long time. Yeah. And they have a good, strong defense. And the yeah. offense is all right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, Terry, you yeah, know, I'm going to
2: make me sick to my stomach. But anyway, <laughs> we're going to go there. Let's start with the AOC.
4: There, who y'all guys got?
2: Well, um, well,
4: look at it. <laughs> I mean, you got New England. New England is tough. They score fast. Um, they got one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, I like them. I like New but
3: I might have to stick with'. Who well, do you got, Gayla? Well you know who I have. I have Pittsburgh. With the with the healthy Ben Roethlisberger, I think Pittsburgh goes back. Well so so you know how healthy he's, he's gonna be listeners.
2: Why do you guys think
3: that? Well, the reason why I think is the strong defense that Pittsburgh has has and then uh uh also, you know, with being at quarterback, they can move the ball against any defense. And so, you know, their defense is always going to keep them in the game. So um, I think that, uh, you know, in, in a playoff situation, they've been there, they've been tried and tested, and they know how to win. And so I think they're going.
4: I think that the Patriots,
3: with that no huddle, that they run, they, they'll wear Pittsburgh out.
4: They will. Um I do believe that and I just believe that they're gonna outscore outscore Um, granted their defense is that tough. But I don't know how healthy Ben Roethlisberger is gonna be. And uh I just I don't I don't
3: I don't see them making it. Uh didn't they beat Pittsburgh once already? I mean, uh didn't they beat New England once already this year? That I don't you know, know. You guys don't know football you
2: could be beaten on any given Sunday, right? What? You'd be beaten on any given Sunday. Sure. Is that true? So who you got who you got? Philly? <laughs> <laughs> is
3: that what you saying?
2: <laughs> Philly's not. So you, you want to crack jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to look outside my window, well, a wagon come down, there, I'll jump on it cuz I know you're going to be on the back of it. Well, who, do you with, so, who you have so you know. No, I got to go with um uh, Baltimore. I think Baltimore is just going to emerge with their defense. I think Baltimore will have it. the offense if Flacco don't make a mistake, you know, defense will, you know, score points for him. So I think I got Baltimore. Well, Flacco would have to have – he would have to play a perfect game in order for the Ravens to be there, in my opinion, love.
4: Um, I mean, I, I just think that he's he's kind of inconsistent. I don't think he's a a good come-from-behind player. He's not one that we named in the two-minute drill. Um and a lot of these games gonna be close and
3: tight and they're gonna come down to that. Who's gonna be able to make that last drive and I don't think Flacco's proven he can do that. Yeah, and I agree, uh, with Terry and also I add the fact that their the offensive coordinator doesn't know who brett you know, who butters their bread and that's Ray Rice. And so they always go away from Ray Rice uh and start using Flacco and then that's when they get you know, their offense gets out of sync and, and that's when they get beat because they're not not using Ray Rice enough, and they're trying to uh, turn Flacco into something that he's not. And so that offensive coordinator is going to have to call a little bit better play call. They have to do a little bit better play calling. And then Flacco, I don't know if I trust him. I just don't trust him, and that's the reason why I take Pittsburgh over them.
2: You know what I'm getting tired of all this. I agree, David.
3: I agree. I agree. I I don't (laughs) agree with you. I agree. you
5: don't just,
2: ever, just, nothing makes sense coming out your mouth. It don't <laughs> make sense. What, you guys, you, Terry, I don't know what y'all got going on, but it's called conspiracy. I that word around, I'm going to Google that word. I agree. I agree. I don't like this, shit. I agree, you know, because it's like me, you know, but that's all right. Y'all you jump on that bandwagon too, Terry. Hey, love. You know, I'm, I'm just telling it like it is, brother. That's all. That's all. <laughs> you know. I, I, I know a bunch of other people that won't, won't agree with you guys anyway, what we're yeah. going to do is take another break. And then when we come back, we're going to hear some more. I agree. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know that but you, cre- you check on the box, back with something that says, do you agree to, you know, yeah. We, we agree to disagree, love. It's okay. Uh, yeah, it sounds good. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but this is Jay's loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk. And we'll be right back with my co-host Terry Jackson. And on the line, Galen Jackson. We'll be right back.
0: on the Voice America Sports Network.
1: Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy
0: 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. Pittsburgh is out of here.
1: From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything.
0: Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you, call us at 1-888-346-9144, that's 888-346-9144, or drop an email to talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving by hosting Loving That Sports Talk, and i got my co-host, Terry Jackson. Are you there,
2: TJ? I am. Uh good to have you on. See then we got our uh, I always say my expert, um T expert, Galen <laughs> Sachs. How you there, Galen? Mm-hmm. I'm here. Well guys, we got a call on the line. Mickey from Phoenix, Arizona. Are you there, Mickey? Yeah, I'm here. What's happening, James? What's How up? How you man? doing today? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm doing good. You got a question for the crew. What's your question today, uh well, um, you know, I was just uh
4: um first off to let everybody know I really enjoy your show. Um, and I would like to know basically do you think the
2: Arizona Cardinals are ever gonna be able to get to the promised land? Well, Galen I'll tell you on after that first and then I'll go. Well, I, I think they will. Um
4: and it's just it's it's just gonna be a process like it is. Uh, hopefully, it won't take as long as the Lions did to come back and start being competitive. Hey. Um, the Chiefs as well. I mean, they were down for for a long time. Um, right. It, it's just going to take a little while, but they will. They just it's going to be money and, and and getting players put in place. Um, I'd give them maybe two or three years before they can you know jump back in and in, in the scheme of things. Right. Right. I mean, they're well, seven, what are they seven and eight right now? I I, I don't think they're they're doing
3: too terribly bad. They're only a couple players away, I think. Yeah, yeah I think well, I mean, they've big wins it's, this year, too. Oh, they've sorry, had, go ahead, go ahead. They've, they've had some big wins this year, uh, yeah. and I think, you know, they're getting there a, a little bit faster yeah. than I thought they would be able to after losing Kurt Warner and then the, a little bit of a uh, uh, quarterback change here and there, uh, but I yeah. think they're getting a little bit more consistent. Their defense is playing better. They have Larry Fitzgerald, who's... Awesome uh, receiver. And, you know, they're running back. Uh, Beanie Wells is doing a little bit better uh, to keep him healthy. Uh, I think, you know, they got a chance to get up there in the next year or so. They beat well, the I Cowboys think... every year? Yep. So... <laughs> <True>. <laughs> I, I think, well, and I think you,
2: think you brought up the Cowboys and the Lions in the same conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah. I must ask this question of you. Um, well, well, you know what, Mickey, let me say first. I think Gavin Melman blew a smoke up your booty. They need to tell you, the Cardinals, Cardinals ain't
4: going to be nothing. Let's
2: This is a talk show. Cardinals ain't going to be nothing. Stop saying that. You think, I think they're going to be in three years. They ain't going to be nothing in 23 years. Well, let's get that out. That's most
5: people on the mickey. You know, it ain't going to work. That? Anyway,
2: There's what I'm saying and is Cardinals and eight. in the weakest division. Where are you division, guys, James Love? weakest well, division. You guys are seven and eight as well. Come on. True.
4: Am I right, Mickey? Uh, yeah. They're only w- one game behind you in the divi- in their own division at three and two. So True. they're not far behind at all.
2: True indeed. Well, you know what, Mickey? They're not being truthful to you. I'm going to be truthful to you. you going to be truthful. they, <laughs> they can sit to sit laugh, you know. But Cardinals ain't going to be you nice. Know, let me hear it. In, it.
3: <laughs> I think uh, I think loves over there drinking hater egg with his love. Yeah, yeah <laughs> uh, yes. I, I don't. He hates the Cardinals. Oh, he's, a, he's a Philly lover.
2: That's it. the only team he loves is Philadelphia. Wow, that's and that's big, okay. Uh, <laughs> I think. So you we really have right. another question for the guys, Mickey. Before we get you off the line today. I
4: mean, I'm not mad at him for, sir, for being a Philly lover. You know, we all can't be perfect, but you know, uh, <laughs> well, we're not, that's, that's really all I was wanting to know is about the Cardinals and if you think that we would have a shot. Um You was I appreciate you guys feeling
2: my call. Yeah, yeah, well, Absolutely. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Well, Hold uh, on, i you know one one get, Okay. Before we get into y'all live, I just want to say you do better getting a shot of Jack Daniel than the Cardinals having a shot, so. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, man. Take that shot of Jack Daniel.
4: Give <laughs> that, give that, that, that shot to Jim, <laughs> Jim Bean.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Nick. All right. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> All right. Gabe and Jay, you guys need to be truthful to the callers now. <laughs> well, I am being
4: truthful. The Cardinals yeah. are seven and eight. I mean, come on.
5: They're not. They're not. bad. They're not two and thirteen. They're not a Rams. They're not far.
2: Correct right. me if I'm wrong. The division that they in. You could be 3-13 and 13 and win that division. Okay. No, well, he San said, are we division? ever going to get to the promised land? In
3: order to get to the promised land, you've got to make it to the playoffs, right? How
4: far away are they from the playoffs?
3: I'd say two, three, two, two years. Uh, yeah, I think next year, maybe even if they get... I mean, they're going to win their division at some point. Yeah. But their San Francisco now is in their division. Right. And San Francisco is 11 and whatever, 12 and whatever 12 and they three. are. So... Pee uh, now and, and Terry, if you play, sorry,
2: in the third division, when you get up against the big boys, you're going to lose. You guys know that. If if the Cardinals in that weak old division and winning over there, they're going to lose when they get against the big boys.
4: Are you saying on San Francisco's any given right? Sunday, love? That's all I got to say. Any given Sunday, okay?
3: Love, are you saying San Francisco's weak? What's that? I'm sorry, Terry. Please, please. Are you saying San Francisco's
2: weak? No, what I'm saying is that division once was San Francisco who did San Francisco play and they got beat up? Um, I gotta give them my stats, but was it Pittsburgh or they got beat up when they played a good team? Pittsburgh, they beat Pittsburgh. Good. Yeah, so when you play it. a good team, you know I got I got one of the young gentlemen sitting next to me saying, hey, "They're like, yeah, you're right." You the know, Cowboy I see him on the line this year.
5: year. You know, you Cowboys beat San Francisco week. this year. They're twelve and three. We're eight and seven.
3: Really? Twelve
5: and three. The Cardinals
2: are seven and eight. They're coming up. With Philly? <laughs> I, I hate to put this up the Tell Kelly Walsh High School to beat the Cardinals. <laughs> you know that's <laughs> bad.
5: Wow. Anyway, well, I mean, I can uh, tie with them. So what? that tell you? <laughs> yeah. I misspoke. I said we were seven and eight. The Cowboys are
4: eight and seven. I'm sorry yeah, They're Eight
3: and seven. They can go to 9, nine, nine and seven. Go to playoffs. Yep. I mean, if if that's the case, you got the
4: Seahawks, you got the Cardinals at both at seven and eight. I mean what does that tell you? The Cardinals are not far out.
2: Now the Rams they got some work to do.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Rams aren't in the conversation.
2: Well you, you know what? And you look at it like you say, you know, guys, you guys know sport. Sports is when a team get hot, you know, and start clicking and, and starting to know their teammates and the locker room and Know what they eat and know what they make them laugh. That what makes a team, they cannot have a, the best superstars on the team. But once that started happening, you know, that's when you start winning. You guys, is that fair to say? Yeah, I mean, you've got to, you're going to have to have some, some, um,
4: some good camaraderie and, 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 and good, you know, get together with your team and you guys are going to click. I mean, that's, that's what it is. If, if you look at, um, how Green Bay did this year, uh, from last year to this year, I mean, they just, it's almost like they just kept rolling. The ball kept rolling. I think they have that down there. Um, you know, you, you're going to have to be unselfish and, you know, and all that. And you, you got to have that to come together and win. And those are the teams that, that, that end up making it. Yeah,
3: it. yeah, you have to have a team come, come uh, together throughout the season and they just get on a roll, whether it's, you know, uh, I think the Cardinals did a couple years ago when they went to the Super Bowl uh, a few years back when Kurt Warner was the quarterback of that team. They just got on a little roll, and they played pretty well and made it to the Super Bowl, had a chance to win. They were in that game the whole time, and so, you know, they just got on a big roll and, and was able to put it all together at one time and at the right time. So it happens every year. Galen, I
2: play with you. You scare me. You know why? What? <laughs> kind of scare me, Galen. Why? And me and Terry talked about this too, Terry. You know I'm right. What's I don't that? know if you in the box or you're on the wagon box. So we're going to find out if you inside the box, get outside the box, or what wagon come down your
3: street. Hey, we we told you. Hey, I told you about that box stuff. I told you. I think outside the box. You still within that receivers box. You don't you don't think outside that receivers box. So everything filtered through that little receivers box just does not have no bearing on most of the conversations. Hey Terry, can we talk about how many head
2: injuries that Galen had? Well, we'll talk about that later. But anyway. <laughs> You know, it just, it just puzzled me, and You got me baffled. I'm going to Google that word, too. I don't know what that word means either, but I'm just saying it. <laughs> but, but, no, what, what you guys, it, it definitely what you say agree. You know, what teams are being hot, and like Terry saying with Green Bay on the road, you know, but, you know, the Williams did it last year. Was it last year when they went 14, and then they was all hot, and then they ended up losing. It. Why was that? Yeah, but I don't know. It's just so hard to pick against a team like that, though. I
4: mean, when a team comes through the year and they're showing you, you know how good they are, how they can score, and and you can just the only thing you can throw in their defense ain't that good, so they can be beat, but they keep scoring over people. That's what scares me about Green Bay, and that's what scares me about New England is how fast they can put points on the board. That no-huddle offense that Tom Brady runs, I mean, it's he, he, he will kill a team literally that way, um, and and I think he will beat you that way. Yeah, it's too hard to stop. So it's just so hard to bet against the team that way. You know, that that that's playing that good.
3: Yeah, and do you agree with that, Gaylor? Is that fair to say? Well, it's hard to play against a team like that. You know, the only thing that slows down a good offense is a better defense and yeah, so, or turnovers. Or turnovers <laughs> and, and that's what a good defense does. They they yeah. create turnovers. And uh and so that's why I like the defenses going into the playoffs. Because uh in a one game playoff where you absolutely have to win, if you can't stop nobody, you got problems. No matter if your offense is scoring, if the other offense is scoring as well, uh, you got problems. And yep. if the other team is a better defense and they get one stop and the other team keeps on scoring because their defense is horrible, then uh, you're going to end up losing the game. It may be 45, 42, or you know, 51 <laughs> to 48, you still lost. Yeah. yeah. So
2: is that fair to say that Baltimore had the best defense and they looked the best? But you've got to have some offense to go with it, man. No, you don't. You need to manage the ball with the offense, not make no
3: turnover. Am I, is that right? Fair to say? No? Yeah, it's fair to say. I mean, Baltimore put that together a few years back when they won the Super Bowl. They had a very uh, p- pedestrian offense, so to speak. And and it was it was it wasn't that good, but the defense was strong enough that it dominated the game. It also scored, uh, you know, created turnovers to give their sad offense more opportunities. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, they they put that little uh, design together years back. Pittsburgh does it all the time. They usually have pretty good offense, though. Um, but you know, defense over the years is even San Francisco's strong teams back in the days was defense. Oh, yeah.
2: so, oh, yeah. our defenses were tough. Well, what are we going to do? We're going to take another break for our last step. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to get questions off of you, Terry, and you, Gavin that, you know, the listeners gave. And then I'll let you guys answer. I'm, I'm tired of Gavin agreeing with, you know, you, Terry. Well, yeah, I understand that. But <laughs> <gonna be> <laughs> it is what it is. Well, we'll take questions when uh, we'll come back for the next break. This is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk, and my co host, Steve Perry Jackson, and our uh, favorite expert guest, not Jim like <laughs> but Jaylen
5: <be>
0: <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. If you want to talk about the East Coast sports scene, particularly from the Southeast, make sure you tune in to the Jeff Owens Show every Tuesday. Yeah, we'll talk about some of the other teams and news that's out there, but host Jeff Owens and co-host Tasha Humphrey know the inside and out of the Georgia College sports world. And they were born there, raised there, and still live the scene. We'll talk about every sport imaginable. Tune in on Tuesday at 7 p.m. East Coast time, 4 p.m. in the West on the Voice America Sports Channel
5: Left to left. I don't care where they put him.
0: out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Well, this is James Loving by host of Loving That Sports Talk. And I'd definitely like to give another
2: shout-out to Matt at Galloway's, you know, T, um, great space to be at. Come Absolutely. out, you know, have great food and great atmosphere and, you know, just a great place to be at, right, Terry? You know the place. All around. Good people all around. Wonderful place. Good places. Um, come out every weekend and act, come in and ask for Matt, you know what? But um, like I said, you know, I'm love to be here and like Terry, we'll be broadcasting out here uh, probably for good, right, Terry? Yep. But, you know, we went back to the show. We got some callers, you know, that um, sent there from emails, you know. The first one is, this is Miko, South Dakota, to Terry Jackson. What is it about the Dallas Cowboys that every year they're supposed to be America's team and they turn out to be America's shame?
4: Well, I, I, I guess there isn't a, a clear answer on that. All I can can say is that last year uh, that team was supposed to win a Super Bowl, supposed to host it. And they were supposed to play in it, and I, I think that people got big heads about themselves. I think they put the Cowboys right there because of the talent that they had on the team, uh, commentators, and, and and everybody put them put them there, but the Cowboys didn't earn it, and. They came and, and played some games early on that they should have won, and they made silly, dumb mistakes um, that just took them out of games, getting penalties for celebrations in the end zone, uh, just silly stuff like that. Uh, this year, I think they had their head on a little bit, a little bit better, and, and they came out a little bit stronger. But um, the Cowboys were young. I mean, you had Dev Bryant, Fresh. Um, and then you had the um, the rookie defensive or offensive tackle, you know, young guy. But those guys are maturing, and, and, and they're going to get better. They're going to start winning those games. You know, and then you had some slip-ups with Romo, you know, losing the ball, fumble the ball earlier on, lose that game, throw a couple of interceptions, lose that game. The defense could not hold these guys off, and the offense couldn't press forward when they did have a lead. So they're going to come back. They're going to be stronger. Everybody's going to get on the same page, and hopefully we will see them in the playoffs again.
2: Well, you know what, uh, Terry, before I get to your um, question, um, um, Gala, uh, we got a call online. We got Jeff Thomas from Buffalo, New York. What's up, Jeff?
5: Hey, James, how you doing? How you doing, Terry? Good. Jeff, how you doing? Jeff, I'm good. good, I'm good. <laughs> Jeff, you
2: have a question for us. Um, well, what do first all think about like, the Lions' chances in your, the playoffs? Before you get started, we're in your number one spot. Galloway's. What's up,
5: Jeff? <laughs> hey, <laughs> what's going on, Galloway? <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead. What's your question, Jeff Thomas from Buffalo? Yes, my son would like to know what do y'all think about the Lions' chances in the playoffs?
3: On, Star- <laughs> well, I'll, I'll try to answer that question. You know, I, for me personally, I think that they have a chance. Uh, I don't know about Super Bowl, but they have a chance to win in the first round because they have a real strong defense, and their offense is not bad at all either. Uh, Matthew Stafford is playing really, really well. you got Megatron. You know, you have uh, they're hurting a little bit at running back. But uh, I think uh, with a defense like that, if it gets hot, and they play really well. They'll always have a chance to move Shout to the out. next round of okay. playoffs because of their so it. And, and I think, think
4: they, think they, they can run the ball, me too. they'll that's do well. Uh, and that's <laughs> the only thing that they're missing. Uh, I think if they can run the ball, there's no telling what they can do. They can really surprise some people.
3: That's right.
5: Yeah. Um. I have uh. You know, I haven't heard the show in a while, but the last time I did listen a couple weeks ago, I think y'all was talking about Tebow
3: and Denver. Yeah, And I think that's Galen's team, right? It, well, it's Galen's team. It, I'm not necessarily a Bronco fan. Uh, my team's uh, uh, Atlanta and San Diego, but... Galen, yeah, I noticed you cut Jeff off because you don't want to hear what he had to say. I like you know, Tebow. I support I'm a Tebow. Tebow a go Tebow ahead. Fan
5: and yeah, I think we pretty much saw Tebow. Not just us, but we had the blueprint <laughs> from New England, and it might be over with for the Tebow thing. Oh, you think so? I love Uh, you, I love love you. Now, yeah, the blueprint is out there to stop that. So, uh, you might be looking for a quarterback next year.
3: You know, I I think he'll get a win going down the stretch here against Kansas City, and he'll go into next year being a quarterback. But as we discussed earlier, you know, getting some OTAs under his belt, going through a training camp, uh, working with his receivers, which he didn't have a chance to do before this season, will – Actually help him in the passing game next year, and I don't think you've heard the last of Tebow. I mean, you know, I'm I'm pulling for the kid. I hopefully he hopefully he does well, but I think by getting the OTAs, getting the training camp, uh... and working with his receivers in all season, it's going to go a long way for him in his passing game. Jeff, do you think the do you think that Tibo can be a good quarterback? Do you think he has the ability to?
4: Who are you yeah you, you, Jeff. Jeff, this is scary hey, I'm asking you, do you think that Sebo has ability to be a, a good quarterback oh, okay. No.
5: Okay, because all he, really reminds he, me me he, he reminds up, me up of, of the um running a conventional oh, offense? I don't think so. I don't think he um <laughs> has the skills to become a he don't he to even become a good quarterback. So you don't think he? he, don't he don't has, the, the accuracy is terrible. You throw uh, a wounded duck Every time, no, I don't. If, he, if he's not running his option and these little trick plays, I don't think he can. <laughs> so, if you don't no, think loving
2: this.
4: in the quarterback position to be a, a halfway decent quarterback, mm-hmm.
5: no, that delivery okay. is way too long. But you don't think that's going to get better? Oh, oh, it's, oh long. It's, long. it's long. It's oh, long he it's he and funky looking, and I don't he like he it, it. But do you I, think I, that's I don't think Delaware is going to let him gonna stay in here long enough so he can. Um, mature and develop that Elway's well, already that committed yeah. to him
4: Elway's already the committed the to him and this is, this is what everybody needs to understand Elway doesn't have a choice
5: doesn't have a choice
4: and they're going to have to develop Tebow into the quarterback that Elway wants they're going to have to do it they're going to have to put forth that effort to do it Tebow's going to be the quarterback for at least the next two
5: years so uh, well, I don't think so. You have quarterbacks in the draft coming out. You have free agents. They don't have to. Mark, if Mark, Kansas City will be the quarterback Kansas... for at least in the next two years. The... Okay, year. okay, put it like this, Steve. Um, you know what? Denver. I hate to cut Denver. everybody off, but we well, only got two minutes. Let Cal you yeah. yeah. come into Denver and destroy them like they got destroyed the last two weeks, and I guarantee you they're looking for a quarterback. <laughs> I don't think so.
2: Hey, I don't Jeff, think so. We got to get your car in ready? early so we get on this. but We got two minutes. Jeff, thank you for calling in. Now, Matt told me to tell you from Galloway, what's up? Say hey, what's
5: up to him, Jeff? What's up, Matt? Terry, <laughs> yeah. James, Galen, great talking to y'all. you all. All right, good work, you. too. Thank
2: you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff, for Jeff. Calling in. But uh, well, I've got two minutes left. Galen and Terry, any last words before we get off?
5: Quit hating so much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Galen, here's, here's my thing. I'm just waiting to see... What kind of quarterback
4: he can be? Because as far as I'm concerned, everything that Tebow has done, in in, in my opinion, is kind of ugly as far as the passing and stuff. But this kid wants to learn so bad and wants to play, and he has a, an attitude that is just outstanding. They're going to teach him, and he's going to come back, and and he, I think he's going to be something else.
3: Oh, I really I do. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I think so too. And also, uh, actually, he's a second alternate for the Pro Bowl. We're, yeah. we're, we're,
2: well, next week, Galen and Terry, what we do is we will do all um, email questions shows, so we won't, you know, get into, so we we got to get these people questioning out for my listeners and all like that. So next week, I'll have one for you, Galen, one for you, Terry. we go back and forth. So we okay. got to do that next week, so they asked me to get those out. So all right. I got to have you, you know, I you know, or you are right a Tebow expert, and yeah. T Jackson, my co-host in the show, right? Right. Well, uh, what we're going to do is this loving Sports Talk, we want to say Maddie Calloway. And, you know, it's going to be a uh, precious thing. And we'll see you next week, you know. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. See you guys. Happy New Year. Thanks.